If he brings you happiness Then I wish you both the best It's your happiness that matters most of all But if he ever breaks your heart If the teardrop ever starts I'll be there before the next teardrop falls Si te quieres de verdad Y te da felicidad Te deseo lo más bueno para los dos Pero si te hace llorar A mí me puedes hablar Y estaré contigo cuando triste estás Oh, hi. I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 57, kind of 58, because I did two last week, but the other one was 56.1. Bureaucracy, you know? It makes sense to me. Let's just move past it. It'll be fine. We'll be fine. A lot has happened since last week. It seems like things just happen every day. I guess that's how the world is. But uh, your 9-11 just happened. Your Gen Z. Your 9-11 just happened. When I was uh, about your age, when I was about 13 or so, my 9-11, which was 9-11, happened. And that's kind of the thing that opened up my eyes, where the narrative we're told isn't so. I'm not saying I'm a 9-11 truther, but I still don't really think that they gave us the full story. And there's a lot of uh, weird things that happened that day, a lot of anomalies, a lot of... I mean, and then if you just pay attention to what happened after, where we got into two wars that are still happening to this day that started before most of you were born, it's pretty crazy. So your 9-11 is that sex trafficking and pedophilia is a major thing. It's something that a lot of people have been talking about for the past two or three years, but this is um, now mainstream. No one can ignore it. This is real. And uh, it's not like Jeffrey Epstein is the only one to do it, but he is one of the most prominent figures that have been exposed. And a lot of big people that are tied to him are being exposed. And the the main thing is is that um, this is this is a worldwide phenomenon. This is not just him. This is not just the uber rich. This is happening everywhere. And uh, we like to think that slavery is a thing of the past, but it's not. Sex slavery is a, is a major problem. And, uh, you know, espe- even in the United States, it's a major problem. It's very sad that it is, but it's true. And we have to, you know, we have to kind of, we can't ignore it anymore. And uh, you, can, you can make a whole, I can make a whole podcast about the pedophilia in Hollywood which is a major thing, and I guess I guess the next podcast will kind of be tied to this one because I plan on seeing that movie Good Boys, 
and it's like super bad, but with kids in that are 10 and 11, it's pretty bizarre. And no one no one thinks twice. It's it's normal now. They're kind of normalizing these things little by little. Um, I'm going to go a little all over the place with this because it's a pretty messy story to begin with. And there's a ton of conspiracies attached to it. I'm not a cons- I, I don't you know, also, by the way, the term conspiracy theorist was invented by the CIA to make anyone who questions the narrative seem like they are crazy. And uh, we, we're we're we're. <laughs> We're living in an age where the media isn't controlled by a singular group of people. Anyone can become a journalist, and that's kind of what we're seeing. So they can't control narratives anymore, and things move really quickly. But um, they're normalizing these things, it's in, in, and especially in schools, too. I mean, you, you, they're teaching about pedophilia like it's just uh, another sexual orientation. And mark my words, that's going to be something people are going to be pushing more and more. And they're not going to start off by saying having sex with little kids is totally fine. They're going to they're going to they're going to do it a little bit more um sn- sneaky. Sneakily. Sneakily's not a word maybe, but I, let's just say that. Um there was actually a quote in a New York Times article that was written after the death of Jeffrey Epstein. I'm not saying suicide. I don't even want to say alleged suicide. I, I am not convinced he committed suicide. Uh, but there's a quote, and I had it highlighted, and now I can't find it. <laughs> Give me one second. Bear with me, guys. This is a one-man operation. Um, one second... All right, you know what? Not going to find it, but it's a New York Times article. It's The title is The Day Jeffrey, e- Jeffrey Epstein Told Me He Had Dirt on Powerful People. This was published August 12, 2019 by James B. Stewart. Jeffrey Epstein approached this, this, um, this New York Times journalist because he wanted him to write his biography. And the guy is probably kicking himself because that would have been crazy interesting and probably full of lies, but still... And uh, basically, Jeffrey Epstein was telling him that, you know, having sex with kids is something that has been done in for thousands of years and past societies, empires, and so on. And uh, I don't think he really pressed him on that. But he was more, Jeffrey Epstein was more open to talk about that stuff than he was about who he was advising in Silicon Valley. There were th- this article mainly highlights that he was helping Elon Musk, but secretly on the down low because his name had already been tarnished. Um, for those of you that don't that don't know, Jeffrey Epstein was arrested around 2010 or 11, and he was allowed to go to jail uh, whenever he wanted to <laughs> to to for you know for his sentence. He was able to leave jail, go to work, and then come back and stay at night six days a week or something really crazy i mean that in and of itself is a conspiracy okay let me take a step back for those of you that don't know who jeffrey epstein is not many people really knew who he was or how he made his money he was originally in the 70s he was a a high school or no i think it, it was either high school or college a math professor and one of his students father noticed that this guy is a math whiz and he should work for him in bear stearns which was a money manager hedge fund place 
doesn't exist anymore. But uh, so he he left being a teacher. He became really really wealthy there and opened up his own hedge fund. No one really knew who his um who his clients were, and no one really knew how he made money since everything was private. Uh, just to give you an example, Jeffrey Epstein had one of the biggest private residents in New York City, and his apartment, it's not an apartment, it was, I don't know what you can call it, but it was $70 million. I mean, he, he basically had his own building. It, it It's worth $70 million, and it was given to him for free. It was transferred to his name for free from someone. I don't remember that guy's name. I'm not going to go pause and look up his name, but be my guest. You can do your own research. That 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 goes with this whole thing. You can do your own research. So cut to uh, a month ago, he gets arrested for pedophilia and sex trafficking. And uh, a lot of people were worried that he wasn't going to make it to trial. This guy is not suicidal. He's a sociopath. Sociopaths tend to not be suicidal. And he then uh, tried to commit suicide, but then it came out that he didn't really try to commit suicide and someone was trying to kill him, and it wasn't his cellmate. So who was it? No one really asked. But especially after that, people were worried that that he needs to be monitored or else he's going to be killed. So it's not like he killed himself early Saturday morning, this past Saturday morning, and he, uh, you know, and it was just a mistake on from from the employees in the in the jail. It, 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 also, he was, there were, there, and, and, and 40 years, there's only been one suicide in that, in that facility. And not only that, but I'm pretty sure Bernie Madoff has stayed there. I'm sh- I, and I think El Chapo also did. Really high-profile people have been housed there. So with especially with high-profile people who need to make it to uh, trial, they need to be protected more than anyone there. But again, he's only one suicide has has happened in that facility in forty years. He's the second one. Also, by the way, it's Wednesday right now. And the cause of death has not yet been released. To my knowledge, it has not yet been released. That's pretty crazy. Usually those things are cut and dry. Usually, you know, okay, he committed suicide, they do an autopsy, and they release it that same day. So they haven't, which is pretty crazy. Also, the pathologist (laughs) who was in charge of this, he's 85 years old, and he's done, I think, over 20,000 of these, including JFK, including Martin Luther King and, and other high-profile people and the <laughs> so who knows who he really works for so go, go, going back to Jeffrey Epstein no one knows how he really made his money a lot of people think it's blackmail a lot of people think it's it's that he has all these secrets and people trust him and people trust to go to him because th- he will cover for them and and keep their weird perverted illegal sex crimes a secret and uh, he also had videotapes on these people. In in his uh, he has a compound and nicknamed P- Pedo Island, Pedophilia Island. And in, in his compound, he had cameras set up everywhere in every room. 
and it's not for security. You know what it's for. It's for blackmail. By the way, I'm sorry this is not a typical Sadcast podcast, but this is a pretty crazy thing, and you have to realize that this is not just a conspiracy that that uh, is for entertainment. It's something that you really need to look into and be aware of because, like I said before, this is your 9-11. This is, this is something that will be around for a very, very, very long time. There's also going to be, with like with every conspiracy, there's a lot of gonna, there, there's going to be a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of opportunistic people who try to make a name for themselves with this uh, fake news and misinformation. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of touch on some of the crazier conspiracies, but the the story itself is interesting. Like you don't need to make it that much more crazy because the story itself is crazy. So he committed suicide allegedly. He, I think he was murdered, and a lot of things have been trickling out. Supposedly, it's pretty much impossible for him to commit suicide because the the bed sheets that they say he hung himself with are no stronger than a piece of paper because, you know, a lot of people in prison, a third of the deaths in prison, I think, are suicide. So, you know, you got to avoid those things. Uh, you don't just put people in prison and that's their punishment. They need to go to trial and and especially with him since a lot of big names like Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew and Bill Richardson, who was governor of New Mexico, I mean, and, and way more people who have not been named yet, um, are tied to this. And <laughs> there were reports that a congressman, or an aide to a congressman said that a lot of people are in Congress are breathing a, a sigh of relief or breathed a sigh of relief when Epstein was murdered but um you 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 know these things need to go to trial so we can we can uncover the true story putting one guy in jail is is fine and that's it there there's a lot more people involved and 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 for these for for something like this to for an operation like this to exist it can't exist with just one person um, another thing was, uh, shrieking and shouting heard from Epstein's cell the morning he died. Also, supposedly the, the guard was not on, the, one of the guards on duty was not a regular corrections officer. Another guard on duty, w duty was supposedly sleeping at the time. Um, and there were no cameras facing his jail cell. Um, it, it it's pretty crazy. I, I can, by the way, I can, let's just say for a second he was murdered, which I think a lot of the shrieking that was coming from the jail cell was um, supposed corrections officers attempting to revive him while saying, breathe, Epstein, breathe. I can only imagine just because this is all a bad movie. This is like a bad murder mystery movie that if it came out, we would all kind of say, that's not believable. Uh, this is dumb. 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. So... I can just imagine the people who were attempting to revive him, air quotes, saying, breathe, Epstein, breathe, would be doing that while he's shrieking, you know, fighting for his life. And so it's so so that the people who heard them say, breathe, Epstein, breathe, would say, yeah, they were trying to revive him all while they're saying that while they're trying to murder him. And they did murder him. 
Um, so yeah, there's this is it's a very 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 weird thing. Also, uh, like I said, I'm jumping around because there's just so much information that's come out. I I wanted to do this podcast yesterday, but I the two things I was in, I was crazy tired because I'd played hockey the night before Monday night and I didn't get off the ice until one a.m. I also got in a fight. Pretty cool, pretty fun. We won the game. Overtime, then shootout. I stopped all the shootout shots. Pretty awesome. No conspiracy there. And uh, so I was really tired yesterday, but also my brother had a photo shoot in the house and it was really loud yesterday. So I didn't want to record the podcast with um, hearing a bunch of people um, talk. So here we are today and more information has been coming out. Again, you never know what's real and what's not, what's rumor and what's not. Um man like a lot of the conspiracies are they swapped the bodies and Epstein they they broke Epstein out and he's still alive um I don't think that that's true it's always interesting to hear what conspiracies are they're always entertaining they make complex situations a little bit more easy to comprehend um and they tie up everything with a nice little bow and and uh that's it I don't again I don't think that's the case but supposedly the van that came into the facility to pick up the body was unmarked supposedly there was a mil- uh uh someone in military fatigue in the van again I don't know but also I was thinking about this that if if uh information if 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 you're a billionaire, by the way, a guy who's a billionaire without really knowing how he got his billions, again, probably through blackmail. Um if you're that kind of crazy, you I think the term is fail safe. And I I'm pretty sure people like Julian Assange and Edward Snowden have it where if anything were to happen to them, they have someone or maybe some sort of software where if they die, it releases all this information automatically, almost to take the people down who took them down. That I, I feel like that would have maybe already happened. I, I can't... I don't think someone like Epstein is that stupid to not have that. And also, imagine this. Imagine if he's caught and he's in jail... And he's done for. And it's that's it. Like, you just know that that you can maybe cut a deal if you name names and you won't be in jail for 40 or 60 years. You'll be in jail for 5 to 10. Um, you want to make it to trial and you want to cut a deal or you want to take everyone down with you. And, uh, but, I, I can't, I just, honestly, this was a month away from going to trial. I don't imagine someone like him would want to kill themselves. I just, that to me isn't, that to me isn't comprehensible. That, I, I just don't, I just don't see that being the, the, uh, the case. Immediately when he died, by the way, everyone, everyone, before anything came out, was like, oh, inside job, he was murdered. No one believed it. On both the right and left, no one believed that he killed himself. And 
that's that's the interesting thing about this is that this isn't political. And I think that this would bring down people from both sides. Also, I mean, if let's just say there were Republicans, I would be taken down with this, which so, so far I haven't really seen any Republicans tied to him. Like I know Trump had him kicked out of his uh, out of Mar-a-Lago for inappropriately uh, inappropriate conduct with uh, a underage girl that worked there. So Trump, yeah, there's videos of him partying with him, but also one of the main uh, accusers of Epstein, who is a victim, obviously, said that she never saw Trump with any of these underage girls, never flirted with them, never did anything with them. So, so yeah, there's videos of Trump with him, but, but that's because that's at the time when Epstein was... Um, a big wheeler and dealer and a member of Mar-a-Lago, which is the private thing, the private um, resort or golf club or whatever in uh, Palm Beach that Trump owns. But uh, Dennis Hastert was the Speaker of the House, and he was a Republican. And it came out that he was a pedophile. He's in prison right now. Or he died. No, I, I'm pretty sure he's still in prison. But he was he's, he's really old. Uh, no one, no one backed him. I mean, everyone would immediately drop the their party allegiance if something came out and it was for sure true. And uh, so this is something that everyone can come together on. And everyone right away was like, "This is bullshit." He he didn't kill him. He was murdered. And, uh, yeah, oh, by the way, I'm jumping around, but before he was um, murdered, <laughs> supposedly he was in good spirits, and he was he, he did have a cellmate who was a former NYPD officer who murdered someone, and he was in jail, and they were homies. They were, they were you know, they were cellmates, and they were homies, and then I think a day or two before the murder or suicide, murder-suicide, uh, they were separated, and then they put Epstein alone. So it seems like all of the the pieces came together for this to be done properly. And yeah, look, we all are coming around on this and, and uh, agreeing that something fishy happened. But like everything else, we're going to forget about this. I mean, this is Wednesday. This happened on sa today's Wednesday. This happened on Saturday, and I already feel like this is old old news. But honestly, it would be a shame if I didn't talk about this. Also, for the fact that um, sex trafficking is 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 a huge problem worldwide, and uh, it's funny because I always talk about how ending the war on drugs would kill the cartels, and. Uh, if we ended the war on drugs and treated it as a as a health problem, the cartels would would die and gang violence would die. And that's mostly true, except for the fact that the cartels are involved in in sex trafficking and, and per girl, first of all, ninety percent of the sex slaves are women and ten percent are boys. Women. No, they're girls. 90% are girls and 10% are boys. Per girl, I don't know about per boy, maybe it's the same, but per girl, they can make uh, $200,000 a year. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of money. So 
I, and I, honestly, I, I don't know how to solve this because I was thinking about this earlier. Like, okay, if you made, if you made prostitution legal, would it make this problem worse because it would be harder to, it would be easier for, for the, the bad people to falsify documents, doc, documentation and identification of their sex slaves? Would it be easier to, to traffic underage girls or would it be harder? Would it be easier for law enforcement to just strictly focus on underage women, girls and boys, uh, because they 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 would really they wouldn't have to sift through everything and then focus on prostitution plus sex trafficking. Would it be easier for them? I don't know. I'm not an expert on this. Uh, as someone who hates a lot of government and thinks that most laws are BS, um, maybe this is maybe that's why prostitution is illegal. I I used to think things were a little bit more um, black and white, but something like this is very gray. And it's a major problem. And it's not just the elites like Epstein and the Clintons and and uh, Prince Salman of Saudi Arabia or whatever. The, it, it's a it's a it, you know, this goes down to white collar, blue collar people that are customers. And maybe they don't know that they're underage and maybe they, they don't know that they're involved in sex trafficking or anything like that. But but those are the customers. And it's it's a major, major, major problem. And um, a lot of the times I think that this is something I've been thinking about, too, as I've gotten older. A lot of the times when things are made illegal, they probably shouldn't be. But it's also what we as a society deem as immoral. And I know that laws don't make people more moral than they are like more moral or immoral like laws don't really dictate that but it's kind of what we all agree on as a society is good and bad i i I, it's probably not the proper way to do things i think that there's more efficient ways to do things um again like i'm anti-war on drugs i i can do a whole podcast on that but um but yeah this, this is a it's a it's a travesty, and I think that because of the internet, a lot of the, these things have gotten a lot easier. Like the business of sex trafficking has gotten easier, but then at the same time, something like the Epstein thing, which uh, it came out yesterday that someone on 4chan leaked the 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 news that Epstein committed suicide thirty minutes before the mainstream media did. So on the plus side of the internet and online journalists and all that, um, it's, it's really hard to keep things a secret anymore. Really, really hard. That's why I really hope uh, these sort of things start leaking. I really hope that the, it, this doesn't die with Epstein, which it could. This very well could die with Epstein, which would be a travesty. Oops. I just clicked on a YouTube thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know how I have tabs open, like, of YouTube videos that um, I save, and then if I didn't click on it, if I click on it, which I did accidentally, it starts playing it automatically. So I'm sorry for that. Um, b- 
but yeah, the the so I really hope that this starts this, you know more information starts leaking. I really hope that the people who were going to be tied to Epstein can still be ta- uh, brought to justice. I think I I I hope that the victims can still take this to court somehow. You can't really. It would have to be under a whole new um, case, I think, because he's dead. Epstein's dead. But they raided his uh, compound on that pedophile island. They raided his compound. Uh, the and for it's crazy. The NYPD, which has offices in London, and uh, crap, I can't remember. They have offices all over the world, which is crazy. I thought the NYPD was just the NYPD, but it's not. So they were there raiding. The FBI was there. Um, and I honestly, I can't remember who else, but three or four different government uh, uh, law enforcement agencies were there raiding his compound. So I hope that they're not going to bury anything. <sighs> also, I, uh, the, the, his right hand lady his madame who helped him with the trafficking her name is Ghislaine Maxwell I think that's how you say her name no one knows where she is and she's the daughter of a billionaire she's a high profile person no one knows where she is this is five days no but that's the thing I'm sure they were trying to look into where the hell she was since they got him in July since they arrested Epstein in July no one knows where she is right now So it's been more than a month, and no one knows where she is. Imagine convicting someone like Epstein, super high profile, and then it's going to be in court in August, and not knowing where the one of the main people tied to him is—that's crazy. So she might be dead right now; no one knows, or she uh, is protected, and maybe that's why things haven't been leaking. But um, it's crazy that. And she's been to Chelsea Clinton's wedding. I mean, she's been pictured, Google it, she's been pictured with a ton of high-profile people. She's not just some random person. No one knows where she is. But this is another theory that I have of why not much information is going to come out. Because a lot of people think that Epstein, since his background is very, very shady, a lot of people think he was CIA or Mossad and and they knew about his attraction to underage girls. They knew about his whole pedophilia thing. And they I, I think that he might have been used by either CIA or Mossad or or some sort of shadowy agency. And the reason is, is because imagine if you have someone like him and he's a pawn in this whole thing. Imagine knowing that a lot of elite people, for some strange reason, again, don't know why. Imagine that these agencies know that high-profile people are attracted to underage girls or boys. Or, go further, imagine that they just like prostitutes. And they didn't know that those were underage girls or boys. And that they, uh, and then imagine using someone like Epstein to film, secretly film these people. And he would be working for 
those agencies private uh, secretly, obviously, like as an agent, as a secret agent, and uh, so that they can gather all this material on high-profile people to blackmail them. So if Epstein gets caught and the information starts coming out and videos start coming out, then all that information that they've been gathering for all these years is useless. Because you, the purpose of blackmailing high-profile people, leaders from all over the world, is to get them to do whatever you want, and you can't do that if you take them down. So maybe they're thinking the pedophilia and sex trafficking and all that is not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things when we can make these people do whatever we want. To me, that seems like the most likely case is that they're going to throw some people under the bus like they threw Epstein under the bus and they're going to hold on to this information so they can pretty much blackmail whoever they want for the rest of their lives. To me, I think that seems like the most likely case. Which is the scariest of all theories to me. Because if you think about it, the purpose of the government is to protect us. It's to prote- it's, we have an army to protect us. We have borders to protect us. And we have law enforcement to protect us. But if they allow people to exist in these weird fringe high society groups of society (laughs) i said society twice if we allow them to exist with these evil sexual um proclivities then um they're not really protecting us and they're just existing for their own special interest which again seems like the likeliest of cases Yes, there are good people in government, and yes, there are good people in the military, and there are good people in politics and all that, but that term deep state comes to mind when I think about this. Also, by the way, (laughs) if you think about who's really trying to cover this up, it's the media. Uh, Because there are a lot of people that want to see this um, exposed on both sides but the media for some reason keeps on trying to sweep it under the rug I, I saw tweet the day of the, the that this happened I was seeing tweets that were showing articles of people who committed suicide and the headline of the article says apparent suicide apparent suicide apparent suicide apparent suicide and then I saw the Epstein headlines which was Suicide. There was no apparent suicide. Immediately, they were calling it a suicide. Again, without the autopsy, without any information coming out, without, um, just right away, suicide. They, the media is acting as the pathologist in the coroner. They are, <laughs> it's so crazy. And again, we're all going to forget about, we're going to forget about this right away. Because things happen every day and, and, and uh, information moves so quickly that it's really hard for the average person to just uh, remember this. But like I'm telling, this is your 9-11. This is the story of 
the next 20 years or something. Um, because this is, this is clearly fishy. Clearly fishy. Yeah, the headline uh, that I mentioned earlier, Congressman, a lot of people breathing a huge sigh of relief. Now Epstein is dead. Again, I wouldn't be surprised that that a lot of the, these people who are tied to Epstein didn't know that those were underage people. Um, and then after the fact that they were told and they're like, here, we have, we have video. Now you do whatever we want. The conspiracies of, of Epstein might still be alive and all that, irrelevant. The main thing you need to focus on is the sex trafficking, the pedophilia, and all of that. It exists everywhere. It's, it, it, it exists in the Catholic Church. It exists in, in Hollywood. It exists in media. It exists in government. It exists with um, kings and, and uh, you know, all the uh, – it, it, it's just everywhere. And then, it, it, like I said before, it trickles down all the way to blue-collar and white-collar people, people who aren't elites. I mean, even white-collar people who aren't elites, people who make like $500,000 a year because they are the customers. You know how they say um, prostitution is the oldest profession? Which it is. I mean, the moment women figured out they can sell their bodies and make money, I mean that that it didn't, it's not anything new. That's been around for thousands of years. But um, I'm curious to. I wonder if there's a study if if the popularity of um, paying for sex has risen ever since uh, the feel good movement of the '60s, the the free love movement. I I I would say that yeah it has. <laughs> when people started treating um marriage like a haircut like getting divorced like a haircut like ah it's no big deal. We'll just get a divorce. And family, nah, not a big deal. And uh I I'm I'm curious to see if if prostitution has gone up since then. Supply and demand has gone up. Um I I'm also curious to see if it's gone up since people in the last 10 years or so have been calling it sex work. Because uh, pretty sure it has. <laughs> That's just my hunch that it has. Um, honestly, I don't know if I'm missing anything with regards to this. You honestly all should look into this yourself and try to ignore the crazy, crazy conspiracies it's always fun to look at them, but but definitely don't go down that wormhole. You 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 should you should question everything, that's for sure. But um yeah. Oh man, there was one more thing. There 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 was one more thing. I think I wanted to mention, I just forgot. But um Oh yeah, I'm gonna move on from the Epstein thing. But if it comes up, I'll I'll bring it back up, and I'll probably talk about this again a little bit next week if more information comes out. But I posted um, <laughs> you know how I was talking about the gun problem last week, and that is because they've been drugging kids ever since they're five, 
mainly boys. A pill for loneliness is coming out, and I posted that in my story, and someone was offended. One person was offended that I made fun of it. And um, it's funny because they created a pill to solve the problems other pills created. <laughs> I mean, I mean, think about all the drugs that, that we're being pumped with, and then they're like, oh my god, everyone's lonely. Everyone uh, is depressed. We got to invent another pill to take on top of that pill. So, uh, yeah, I saw an article two days ago that said a pill for loneliness is being made. Um, how about just let kids go outside and stop giving them drugs and don't raise them on iPads and iPhones? Remember that? It's funny. We all, we, we all try to solve these problems with new problems. How about go back 20 years or 25 years and or maybe more actually let's go back 40 years just to be safe let's go back 40 years and raise kids like that they'll be fine that's how you solve problems you don't solve them by making new problems researchers are working on a pill for loneliness as studies suggest the condition is worse than obesity <laughs> uh, let's just say they're equally as bad does something have to be worse than obesity to look like it's really bad? No, let's just let's just say it's all equally bad because it's really bad. Let's go back and raise kids like they we did in the 50s. Like we did in the 60s. And uh problem solved. The fact that people have to pay like $1000 a night to stay in detox cam uh, camps to to detox from technology we have a bigger pro we have a big big problem if that's a business now that that business shouldn't exist the same way that um being an influencer shouldn't exist <laughs> um it's funny because i used to have an app that was for influencer marketing and what i realized with that is i hate influencers they're the worst people Living in Los Angeles, I also realized that all the hot girls on, on online are really not. They're not hot. You all need to notice, to realize that they're not hot. There's apps to make them look good. There's a ton of makeup to make them look good. They are not hot. And you know what's even not hotter than that is their personalities. They suck. They suck. <laughs> a pill for loneliness might be worse than the Epstein thing. Might be worse than the ped pedophilia thing. Maybe people wouldn't be so gravitated towards um, becoming sex workers. That's not a thing. Becoming whores or prostitutes. That's the thing. Maybe people uh, wouldn't be driven to do that or to procure a prostitute and say, hmm, maybe I'll get a prostitute tonight. That is ac by ac accidentally a, a young girl. Um... Maybe people wouldn't be, you know, gravitating towards that if they weren't so lonely and sad and pathetic. We need to stop raising unimpressive people. Um, one of the chapters in Jordan Peterson's book, uh, The Twelve Rules of Life, I think that's called, is um, basically about how you should raise your kids to be people you like. Um. Like, to be people you want to hang out with. Not really to be their friends. You shouldn't really be friends with your kids. There needs to be boundaries and there needs to be rules. 
like kids thrive off of rules. There needs to be um, strict the strictness. That strictness. They're, the parents need to be strict. Is my point. But the kids you raise should be people that you'd want to be friends with when they're adults, not shitheads who are going to throw you in an old age home. And the reason why they're going to throw you in an old age home is because you probably sucked as being a parent. You probably ra- gave them an iPad and raised them off that and then gave them loneliness pills uh, when they were 500 pounds and uh, sad and only had sex with prostitutes or became prostitutes. And then with Sharpies, drew slut on their body and went to slut walks and became feminists. <laughs> Um, I got a DM earlier that uh, said, um, why is porn bad? I've, I've, I've spoken about this many times. Um, so this person said, Sadwater, I need help. Can you explain why porn is bad? I said, seriously, why do you think? And they said, no, I agree, but it's hard to explain to people. My friend has a big addiction, not like once a week, but like two to three times a day. Um, I must convince him it's bad. I kind of touched on this, I think, last week with the gun thing. But anything that will uh, that you'll voluntarily neuter yourself with is bad. Like, video games kind of does that because you take yourself out of the real world and don't really interact with people. But again, I'm not one of those people that believes video games causes uh, violence. If anything, it maybe helps with that. You get your aggression out on that. I would say sports is better than that. But um, in moderation, I think video games is fine. I don't think it's possible to consume porn in moderation. Because it, it does something way more nefarious than something like video games does. It it, it, it takes away your, your need and urge to hunt. When, you, when you're going... Let's say you're, you're a dude and you like a girl. When, when you kind of neuter yourself and uh, take away the urge to to um, court a girl, you're, you're kind of you're kind of okay with not learning how to interact with women. And then it, it creates this false reality in your head that, that kind of sex, which you're only going to get weirder and weirder. You're going to get into weirder and weirder things that are just so not realistic. That once you actually do have sex with someone, if it's not a prostitute, hopefully. Uh, normal sex will be boring to you. And then you're just going to want to... You're, you're going to be happy and content with porn. And also, let's just say, okay, you're a little bit older and you are in a relationship you're basically cheating on your girlfriend with porn because you're taking away the the oomph you have that raw animalistic instinct and power of what you're 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 like you're basically like okay I'm just going to cut off my balls and uh and that's sad I, I can go into more of this, but um, I kind of want to get into the questions. But I think that it is unfair to women, and it's definitely unfair to yourself. And 
ask yourself this, because I know video games can add to your life. Like, you know, there's strategy involved and all that. And, and uh, yeah, you can talk to people over the, the headphones and, and, you know, play with them. And if, again, if it doesn't totally consume your life, then it's fine. What does porn add to your life? Like, what good does it add? Do you feel good after you finish? <laughs> Do you feel good about yourself? Because you don't. Most people don't. And also, you're, you're uh, jerking off to really broken people. <laughs> you know how I was talking about the sex slaves and all that? That's not very far off. Go follow any porn star on Twitter and you'll see broken people. You'll see very unhappy, not Im- unimpressive people. And uh they're getting they're getting your money too. <laughs> we're we're making very unimpressive people rich. Except for that uh girl Mia Khalifa who said she only made $12,000 doing porn for a year, which I didn't really look into it that much, but it, I mean, if you make only that much doing porn, you're just dumb. Um, and uh, you're broken. Ask yourself, what does it add to your life? Like, what does it add anything of value to your life? Does it make you better at sex? Does it make you better at picking up girls? Does it make you more fulfilled? Um, no, it doesn't. To me, it reminds me of something like um, like weed. I think weed is really bad. But it reminds me of that because there used to be a stigma attached to weed. And now there isn't. And there used to be a stigma with porn. And also, it wasn't that accessible. Like when you got a, a Playboy... Or when you found one under your dad's bed, which is like a classic story, which everyone in the 80s and 90s did. Um, It's almost like you hunted and you earned that and it was still had to be a secret. And uh, it wasn't available like it is now. And the way it's available now is like it's it's just so easy to be addicted to it. So before it just wasn't there. So there was no problem before. And also there was a stigma attached to it, which maybe added to it. But now that it's like weed and it's basically everywhere, it's not cool anymore. <laughs> so just think of it like that. It's not cool. Um Yeah. It it it, it was it was, uh, it's bad. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. And let me get to some questions. Also, that I wanted to talk about maybe, I, yesterday I kind of wanted to talk about this this girl who, uh, Bebe Rexa or whatever, she's like a, she's like a, uh, a musician, a writer, a songwriter. And she goes, picture dedicated to the music executive who said, I'm too old to be sexy. And she posted like this, hot picture which isn't really hot and she's kind of doughy um oh and then she said um there's no age that you can't be sexy 
which is funny because it kind of ties into this pedophilia thing also because uh, comedian Chris D'Elia said, uh, what about four? There's no age. You can't be sexy. He goes, what about four? Kind of a good point. But um, this girl, I'll read you her. Um, she she tweeted and it went viral. She said, I, re- I recently had a music ex- executive tell me that I was getting too old and that my brand was confusing because I'm a songwriter and I post sexy pics on my Instagram. And that's not what female songwriters are supposed to do, especially for my age. I'm 29. I'm fed up with being put in a box. I make my own rules. I'm tired of women getting labeled as hags when they get old and guys get labeled as sexy with age. You need to confront reality, Beba Rexa, because that's just how it is sometimes. You can't change biology. I'm sorry. Also, by the way, the, the reason why guys are more attractive to ladies the older that they get is because they're more successful. And they have a lot of money the older they get. And that adds to the attraction. And again, if we ignore that, we're not we're ignoring reality. And that's just how it is. If you're if you're pushing on 30 and you're posting sexy pictures of yourself to just show that executive who's boss, you're living in a false reality. Because, yeah, you're still good-looking. You're 30. You're still good-looking. But uh, there's going to be the new and improved version of you that isn't you. It's the just younger person coming right up. <laughs> the younger, hotter uh, version of you. If that is how you show your worth, then you are a broken, sad person. You shouldn't show your worth based on the pictures you post of yourself. Your worth is is a lot, a lot of the times it's, you know, I'm attracted to smart, smart women. I'm not threatened by that. And I think that that adds a lot to it. So you're not really showing your, um, by posting this really, prov- this really um, thought provoking tw- tweet. Um, I mean, you think it's thought provoking. It's not. You're just showing that you're not an impressive person. Um. Okay, she says, uh, anyways, I'm turning 30 on August 30th, and you know what? I'm not running away from it. (laughs) I'm not going to lie about my age or sing songs that I feel will sell better because they sound younger. I'm going to celebrate my age because you know what? I'm wiser. (laughs) No, you're not. I'm stronger. No, you're not. And trust me, I'm a much better lover than I was 10 years ago. Oh, my God. You don't need to tell us that. Also, if you're just sleeping around, I mean, you're just, again... Dumb. You're wasting time. Picture dedicated to the exec who said I'm too old to be sexy. Is this too sexy for you? Um by the way, you're you're Bebe Rexa, you're the the entertainment industry is naturally sexist. You're fighting so, the, pretty much the the main industry that is built on real sexism. I mean it 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 it, it <sighs> It basically rewards the younger, hotter people. You're not really a talented songwriter. <laughs> um, by design, it pretends like it's not sexist. I mean, a lot of the times they, they're the forefront of fighting sexism, but it's really not. Um, so, yeah, just uh, people need to confront reality a little bit more and um, stop 
stop with this nonsense. You got to stop with this nonsense. By the way, I would, it's safe to assume she uh, grew up in a broken home. Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume something. You know how people are like, don't assume my uh, gender. Don't assume my sex. I'm assuming. I just assume. I assume she had no dad. Um, so, yeah. Let me get to some questions. But this Epstein thing, you guys really need to look into it more. Oh, God. I missed. Uh, I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I was going to talk about the uh, that movie again. I forgot. You know what? I'll talk about it next week. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know what? I'll, I'll talk about that movie and then Good Boys next week. I'll watch Good Boys this week and I'll talk about it next week. Unless Jeffrey Epstein commits suicide again, I'll uh, talk about that. Um, so let me get to some questions. And hopefully I clarified some of these things for you. You should go through the Jeffrey Epstein theories, although you probably already will in the rent. People, you people already know me. You people know me. Equality. That's another fake thing that is being sold. There's no such thing as equality. It doesn't exist in nature. And it's impossible for it to exist in society. And we have tried with socialism and with communism. But guess what? You know, actually, maybe it does exist in that 50 million people will equally be murdered because of an ide- a dangerous ideology. So it can only exist if 50 million people get murdered. Equality is fake. It doesn't exist. There's always going to be someone smarter and prettier and more athletic than you. Um, Equality can only exist in the eyes of the law. And if that's what we're talking about, then fine. But even then it can't exist because we're humans and we're flawed. And then you have uh, people who bribe uh, people to accept their kids in, in Ivy League schools. If they bribe them and, uh, you know, so equal, you know, equality doesn't exist. We should stop pretending like it's a thing because it's not. Um, maybe that should be a whole podcast, but I'm not prepared to fully answer that topic. Epstein is the head of the Illuminati and that's how he's getting away with all this. What do you mean, Ben? He, he's, he got murdered. <laughs> he didn't get away with anything. And even if he did get swapped with a body and a lot of people are like, it's Hillary Clinton's brother because they look the same. He died in June, so his body wouldn't, in those pictures that were released, his body would have been already decomposing. Um, he, he, if they did break him out and he's still alive, uh, he's a pawn. And that's it. How can we prevent the rising tension between the political parties? We can't. We can't prevent that. Because we're very tribal and it's becoming more apparent that that's just how we are. And because it, it, there is a rising there is a rising tension. It's not like we're we it's perceived. There is a rising tension and it's because of social media. Everyone's been giving been given a voice. And most people shouldn't have a voice, like how it was before the internet. Most people were just had an opinion, but was just they were just quiet about it. People used to say it's it's uh it's impolite to talk about politics and religion. Also, what it, what else is there to talk about? But <laughs> but um uh because everyone has a voice now online, it it seems like 
the division is worse. I'll give you I'll give you also a pretty interesting little tidbit. People on the right typically will pay attention to people on the left more than left pays attention to people on the right. Bubbles exist more on the left than they do on the right. And that is a fact. Uh, you got to look that up yourself. Again, if I had a show, I would have a thing pop up over my shoulder and I'd show you the study and all that. And I'd have an engineer that would help me with that, which will happen in the near future. But right now, I kind of just have to talk vaguely. But the, it's a it's a pretty interesting study. And my theory is, is that it's because people on the right are attacked more by people on the left. And I'm not saying physically attacked. They're verbally attacked. They're challenged more. And people on the right have to back up their opinions and beliefs on um, with data. Then uh, people on the left, it seems like they kind of talk more with, uh, they debate more with talking points. And they're not really challenged because they control academia, they control the entertainment industry, they control the tech industry, they control, uh, the. did I say media? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, all of that. So when, when you have everyone backing you up, you really, you become lazy and you don't need to defend your view. Topic, workplace romantic relationships. I, I don't know. Just go for it, bro. It clearly, you're, you like someone where you work. I don't know what the policy is, but go for it, bro. You'll get fired. You get another job. If you really like the person, don't touch her. Don't just touch her. <laughs> Don't go up and touch her. But you can talk to her, and then you'll see where you go from there. Do you enjoy movies? Okay, by the way, three last three questions I chose for this week. So um, I hope I, I, I clarified the Epstein thing. You really should look into it. The guy is The guy was shady, and the, the sex trafficking thing is a major, major, major problem. But... Um, that's just to kind of wrap this up. Actually, it's two more questions because one of them is you should have Gusnav on as a guest. I've tried. I have his number. We're kind of homies. Next time he's in L.A., I'll have him on the podcast. Maybe he's in L.A. right now. I'll text him. Do you enjoy movies that are so bad they're good, i.e. Sharknado? If so, what are your favorites? Yes. The problem with Sharknado is it is it knows it's bad. I like movies that were made with the intention of being good and came out so bad like like uh the room that time Wiseau movie anything he's made after that is bad because now he's in on the joke but when he made that movie he was very serious he he tried to make a brilliant movie and it was just terrible that's why it was funny uh probably my favorite one is the second street fighter movie which i i saw in theaters and i remember going with some friends and my brothers i remember that halfway through the movie i i lost it I just started dying of laughter because I couldn't hold it. It was a pretty packed theater. So I, I just couldn't hold it anymore that this was just so funny and so stupid that uh, then I basically when I just started laughing, I couldn't hold it anymore. I gave permission to the rest of the theater and then they were in on it and they were laughing because it was just so bad. You guys got to watch that. It's called Street Fighter, The Legend of Chung Lee. It's really, really good. It's the fun. It was the funniest movie I saw that year. I think it came out in two thousand nine. It was so funny. You gotta watch it. Mass shootings and do they do video games have a negative effect on kids? Uh, I actually just mentioned that before. No, they don't. Um, 
that like I like I said, go listen to, if you haven't listened to the guns episode, which was uh last Tuesday, you really should because I, I kind of that was one of the best podcasts I did when I talked about the gun problem and how I said it's not guns. Blaming it on the video games is like people blaming it on the guns. It's 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 lazy. And we gotta stop being lazy with all this stuff. We we have to question things more. And we need to not be so stupid and gullible. But you know what? Sorry for a day late being on the pad- pod- podcast. On the pad- I'm from Boston. This is the podcast. No. Uh, sorry for being late. But I hope it was worth it. I think it would have been bad if I did it yesterday. And I'm glad I waited. That is Sadcast episode 57. Probably 58, but 57. I am Sadwater. Here's a song. I love you. Bye.